0: Welcome home. You're listening to the 180 Church Podcast with Dr. Sammy and friends. Dr. Sammy and friends are resting this week and will return next week. However, we have a leader from our local church community giving today's message.
1: Grace and peace to the 180 Church family. God bless you. A special salute to my brother, Dr. Sam Kim. I'm Dr. Honorio Chaparro, and I bring greetings from the Christian Cultural Center family, from my pastor, Dr. A.R. Bernard, Pastor Jamal Bernard, the entire church family there. God bless you during this Lent season, and we pray that you have a blessed and holy Lent season. And I pray that this message will encourage you to consider the beauty and the battle of the Lent season season and even of the Christian walk. God bless you all. Amen.
2: Hey everyone. So today's scripture is from the book of Psalms, chapter eleven, verses three to seven, and first John chapter one, verse nine. If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes see His eyelids test the children of men. The Lord tests the righteous, but his soul hates the wicked and the one who loves violence. Let him rain coals on the wicked. Fire and sulfur and a scorching wind shall be the portion of their cup. For the Lord is righteous. He loves righteous deeds. The upright shall behold his face. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness.
1: That is the word of the Lord. Later, guys. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, be with us now as we prepare for the season of Lent. Speak to our hearts concerning the beauty and battle, the promise and victory in Lent, and our calling as your ambassadors. Hide me right now behind the cross so that your people would be built up in their faith, that you alone would be exalted and touch our eyes to see, our ears to hear, and our hearts to receive your truth right now. These things we pray in Jesus' name, amen and amen. What's Lent? Lent is a tradition that gives us a chance to experience something new, or at the very least, renew our relationship with God and each other. Lent is an opportunity to practice eternal truths in ways that have been passed down and entrusted to us. The tradition of Lent is, guess what? Resilient, standing the test of time through wars and pandemics. For many people in 2020 and now at the start of 2021, the traditional foundations of identity and direction have been lost or broken. Psalm 11 verse three reads, If the foundations are destroyed, what can the righteous do? The foundations of our world have changed. Faces covered by masks, social distancing in place of warm greetings, travel restrictions have denied us access to vacation and family and grief, lots of grief. What can the righteous do? The Psalmist answers the question with a revelation of God's character. At verse 4 of chapter 11 of this psalm, it says, The Lord is in his holy temple. The Lord's throne is in heaven. His eyes see, his eyelids test the children of man. The Lord tests the righteous, but his soul hates the wicked and the one who loves violence. Let him rain coals on the wicked. Fire and sulfur and a scorching wind shall be the portion of their cup. For the Lord is righteous. He loves righteous deeds. The upright shall behold his face. Amen. Lent reminds us that God is sovereign and in control. Even when Christ was betrayed, brutalized and killed, it was all part of God's plan to seek and save the lost. You and I can be resilient when we trust and believe that God is in control. You can be resilient when you accept also that all of life is a test. God is on our side to pass the test. And even if we fail, guess what? He is faithful. Why? Because God's desire is for us to behold his face. His face is a metaphor for his favor, his presence, his peace and love. Godly traditions like Lent stand the test of time because through them, people become resilient. Lent is an opportunity to work the word, and for the word of God to work in us. I'm gonna share a little bit about Lent, and lead us in a prayer of blessing over the next several weeks, leading up to Resurrection Sunday, also known as Easter Sunday. Ash Wednesday is typically when the Lent season officially begins, begins with a time of prayer, fasting, and, and serving. Ash Wednesday is based on the biblical example of covering one's head with ashes, wearing sackcloth and fasting as an outward expression of mourning for our personal sins and the brokenness around us, turning away from comfort and leisure to seek God. Now, the word Lent comes from the old English word lengthen because the days get longer as spring approaches. Remember, God does everything according to a pattern and based on a principle, and so should we. God saved Israel from Egypt during the springtime. Why? Because spring is the time of new life, new possibilities. Later, God charged them to consecrate the year so that the story of the Exodus would be remembered and celebrated. That's the reason for the holidays, the reason for all the traditions, and so the early church followed the same pattern and the early church instituted a calendar that would celebrate the greatest salvation of all, one through Jesus Christ for us. Jesus Christ who saved us from the kingdom of darkness and brought us into the kingdom of his light. In Lent, we remember and celebrate the story that redefines our own personal stories all year long. Check it, you are only as resilient as the story you believe about God and yourself. What's resilience? Resilience is advancing despite adversity. I love what Pastor Jamal said about resilience. He said resilience is the capacity to respond positively and quickly to a negative situation. The story of Christ and the spiritual habits we practice with God's help during Lent, they help to transform our character because resilience is rooted in our character and how our lives are structured. Structure your life in such a way that it allows you the opportunity to be resilient when adversity comes. What structures? Structures like a passion for life. The story of Christ reminds us that we have purpose, and purpose gives us passion for life. Forgiveness. Don't carry the burden of someone else's sin, including your own. Forgive yourself. First John chapter one, verse nine reads, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Relationships. We need others and others need you. Traditionally, Preparation Tuesday, the day before Ash Wednesday, was a night of confessing sins and receiving forgiveness. Lent is the opportunity to come clean, be honest. The devil cuts us off from love by getting us to isolate and live dishonestly. And for some of us, Lent is about coming home, not only to God, but to the fellowships we've been avoiding. Lent isn't just about what you are removing. It's about what you are putting in place to be resilient. Our flesh, the world system and the devil wants us to focus on what we're giving up or even losing. But the spirit the Spirit of God is calling us to consider how much more we will gain. God is worth it all and more. Listen, preparation for resilience starts with the Word of God. In the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, verses 12 and 13, in the message, we find these words. We find these words of, of G, about Jesus, and it says, At once, this same Spirit pushed Jesus out into the wild. For 40 wilderness days and nights, he was tested by Satan. Wild animals were his companions and angels took care of him. Listen, no matter how wild it gets, the spirit of God is with you. The victory of Jesus here in the wilderness over Satan and Jesus bringing together wild animals and angels is the fulfillment of prophecy and the promise of something wonderful, even for the driest soul or the most wild situation. I want to remind you family of two things. First, Lent is a time of beauty. Second, Lent is a time of battle. Listen, thanks to Jesus, his sinless life, innocent death and resurrection from the grave, there is not a wild place on this earth in your life or in your heart that can't be transformed into a place of beauty. The Lord is calling us to meet with him, to be cleansed, cultivated, and cared for, to feast on God's presence in fasting, prayer, and serving, and being together. When we deny our appetites and habits, we rediscover that nothing really tastes better than God. We start to see what is, what is still possible in our lives, in our families, on the job, and in our communities. Yes, Lent reveals the wilderness in us, addictions, bad habits, self-centeredness. But it is beautiful because God loves us. God knows us and still wants us. This is beautiful because Jesus won the battle over sin, Satan, and the grave. Jesus went out into the chaos of this world so that we could be saved and beautified by his love. We who are not a people, wild and untamed in our sin, have become the people of God. You know, years ago... When CCC was the Christian Life Center, I don't know who remembers that, and I worked at the time for a media company, a, a, a coworker mocked me and our congregation. He mocked us for setting our hearts on building the new facility at 12020 Flatlands in the Canarsie in the area of Brooklyn. He, he got a kick out of it because all he saw was a landfill, a troubled neighborhood, and so on. I don't know where he is today, But he couldn't see that in that wild area of Brooklyn, in that abandoned and uncultivated place, God was going to do a new thing that is still expanding because God does his best work when no one expects him to. He turns chaos into order. He makes light shine out in the darkness. Something worthless becomes something priceless. And he makes beautiful things out of dust. Lent is a time to see the beauty and potential and promise in whatever wilderness you might still be experiencing. And Lent is also a time for battle. Most of us dread the idea of fasting cause it hurts. No coffee, hurts. Less TV time, hurts. Going without food, hurts. It's crazy because we rationalize, right? We will fast from this and and not that. and, And often we still find a way to protect our real strongholds, those strongholds that resist surrendering to the love of God. We fast from social media, but not gossip. We fast from meat, but refuse to forgive. The battle is with our own tendency to make self-satisfaction the goal of our life. Check it. One of the reasons we struggle with fasting is because we are not grieving. In scripture, there's rarely ever any fasting that is separate from grief. Many people, when grieving, lose their appetite. May God break our hearts so that we can really grieve. Grieve that the Son of God had to suffer and die for sin. In Lent, we grieve the things that grieve God. We turn down our plate and grieve homelessness. We turn off social media and grieve the ways we envy. We turn off the TV set to sit in God's presence and let Him, not a streaming service, comfort us. It's time for a spiritual cleansing so we can see what's on the horizon, confess our sins, renounce our sins and repent. Repentance is a change in thinking, evidenced by a change in actions. Let godly grief and righteous indignation move us into spiritual warfare. The word of God says, for the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. Fasting, prayer, and service are the weapons of our warfare. It's time for us to take territory for the kingdom of God. Lent is about transformation. Mark chapter one, in the message, after Jesus returned from the wilderness, we read it this way in verses 14 and 15, after John was arrested, Jesus went to Galilee preaching the message of God. Jesus said, time's up. God's kingdom is here. Change your life and believe the message. Listen, Lent's not about what you are going to get, but who you will become. Jesus returned from the wilderness full of the Holy Spirit and power and declared to everyone, it's time. What can we expect after Lent? Let's let's expect to emerge from the Lent season with a greater anointing to live as Christ's agents in the world. Let's expect to emerge with a greater assurance of God's love. Let's expect to emerge with a greater authority over our flesh, devils and the world system. It's time. It's time for us to see the beauty, goodness and truth of Jesus in a new way. It's time. It's time not only to fast and pray and serve during Lent, but to set up new habits and a new life where we are feasting with God regularly, resiliently, a life of prayer without ceasing, a life of service without complaining, a life of sharing the good news of Jesus as often as we can with anyone we can, any way we can. It's time. It's time to do battle, not only for this season, but to see ourselves as soldiers in the army of the Lord that we take up the whole armor of God and that even when we are back to our vacations, we are ready to lead someone to Christ. It's time. It's time to grieve what breaks God's heart and let that grief be comforted by faith, hope, and love from the God of all comfort. We can take comfort in the call of God to be part of the solution to the grief in this world, to be someone marked by God's love, to behold his beauty and do battle as ambassadors of Christ. Come on, it's time. Are you ready to keep a holy Lent? Are you ready to surrender to love? Are you ready to practice your faith together with others? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for another opportunity to enter the holy season of Lent. We stand in the present day now, right now as your children, purchased by the blood of Christ and sealed by the Holy Spirit. We stand on the revelation entrusted to the prophets and apostles in your holy scriptures, which are the foundation for this season of Lent. We pray that you would help us to draw closer to you and to each other. Help us to prepare our spirit, soul, and body to practice prayer, solitude, fasting, listening, and service. Come, O God, and prepare our homes and hearts for the manifestation of your presence like never before Yes, prepare us to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, a sanctuary of your presence and your love for others. Yes, prepare us to be your ambassadors to a broken and wounded world, calling every soul to be at peace with you through faith in Christ Jesus. Help us, O God, to fast, to feast, to pray, to see you, to pray and to give, O God, to practice the faith Help us to renew our identity as your people, to renew our identity as more than conquerors. These things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.
0: give me one pure and holy passion give me one magnificent obsession jesus give me one glorious ambition for my life to know and follow hard after you one pure and holy passion give me one give me one magnificent obsession Jesus give me one glorious ambition for my life to know and follow hard after you to know and follow hard after you God to know and follow hard To knowing you, my Lord Lead me up and I will run after you Lead me up and I will run after you To know and follow hard after you To grow as your disciple in the truth this world is empty, pale, and poor compared to knowing you, my Lord. Lead me on, and I will run after you. Leave me on, and I will run after you.
1: Will you now pray, fiery heads for the benediction? Be still and know I am God be still and know I am be still and know be still be. God bless you until next time can't wait to see you next week bye bye now. Howdy friends just wanted to say Quick reminder that Day in the Sun is next week, Sunday, March 21st at 12.30 p.m. in Central Park at East Pinetum, entrance by the Met Museum. That means last call for R.A.B. Please pull them out. And if you're quarantined and unable to come in person, join us on IG Live at 12 p.m. I'll be your host, so, you know, if you see this face, you made it to the right place. Guys, I can't wait to see you all there. Have a great week. Peace.
2: Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Stu Still. I'm a member here at 180 Church, and we want to thank you all for joining us for today's Sunday service. Before we finish up today, we have some community news that we just want to share with everyone, starting with Todd's and offerings. For all of our members, we just want to remind and encourage you to continue to keep God at the center of your finances by tithing faithfully. You can make your offering through Venmo at church180. You can make an offering through Chase Quick Pay at offering at 180church.tv. Or if you'd like to make your offering through PayPal, you can follow the link on our website at 180church.tv. Our next announcement is about our prayer text hotline, which you can find at 5397-PRAYER or at prayer at 180church.tv. And this is a great resource for those moments when we feel like we need some support and some prayer, not only for ourselves, but for our family members, our coworkers, and all of our loved ones. Our prayer team is there, ready, willing, and able to lift up your prayers. So just send them along. Again, it's... Five three nine seven prayer or prayer at 180church.tv. And when you feel like God has moved in those areas, make sure you send them a praise request as well so that we can all celebrate what God is doing in your life. Our next announcement is about Small Group, which is smaller pockets of our community where we come together to discuss the Sunday Sermon, to really see and encourage each other where God is leading us, and to really just do life together with one another. Because even though we're still social distancing, community is still a vital part of our lives. And this is a great place where you can find that. All of our groups are meeting virtually right now. So no matter what group and what stage of life you're in or where you are located, we have a group that would be perfect for you. If you're interested in joining a group, you can email Pastor Billy at billykim.180 at gmail.com.
0: We also have a YouTube channel at 180 Church NYC, where I'm sure most of you guys are watching us right now. And we also have two different Instagram pages at 180Church and also at 180BRG, where there are really encouraging posts and verses that get shared there. So I hope you guys will follow us there and be encouraged.
2: We also have the 180 Church Podcast with Dr. Sammy and Friends, hosted by Pastor Lydia and Joe Liu. It features an in-depth conversation on Sunday Sermon, where they share their insights on the message and where the message is helping us in our journey with Christ. Next, we have the virtual 180 Cafe on Discord, which is a great way for all of us here to keep in touch with one another. There, you can share what's going on in your life and join a conversation about gardening and gaming, about sports and entertainment, basically anything that you can think of. It's a great way for all of us to stay in touch with one another, both on your computer and on your mobile device. And lastly, if you've been blessed by our Sunday worship led by Pastor Lydia, you can visit the 180 Church Studios on Spotify, iTunes, and SoundCloud. Here you'll find a playlist of all the worship songs we've featured every Sunday, and it's perfect for when you want to immerse yourself in worship during the week. That's all of our community news. Once again, we want to thank everyone for joining us this Sunday, and we hope to see you again soon. Bye.